This is Alan with Toon Army Baltimore, a gooner and a toffee walking to a bar. Decided to do a shit football podcast. You're listening to the DU Football Show. Sammy, my team won. I don't have to do a shot of Malort. That's nice. Do you have to do a shot of Malort? I don't. My team drew. But I, I, you don't have to do a shot of Malort. I don't have to do a shot of Malort. No. Where's... Where's where's fucking Mel? Where is Melissa? Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the esteemed Samuel Graham. Sammy, how the fuck are you? Not too bad. Just noticed that my pen didn't write a little bit, so I was trying to finish... Preparing there so it didn't fuck up uh, in a couple of seconds. That's because you are a professional. That's right. And uh, with us today on the uh, ones and twos would be our buddy Russ. Russ, how the fuck are you, man? I am doing well. How are you all? I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty good. He's on the ones and twos, but looks like he's at the sixes and sevens. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Ding! Very well done. (laughs) Hit it off the uh, hi hat there. There you go. We're recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital, and uh, you can find us on just about any podcast platform. Like, fuck for real. Every fucking thing that exists. All of the podcast platforms. Credit to producer Mel. She has found all of them and put us on all of them. Every single one. Billy Bob's Street Corner Podcast. (laughs) Fucking we're on it, apparently. (laughs) So um, just remember to uh, subscribe, share, rate, and review. All of that means an awful lot to us. And um, I heard she got us on the wrappers of the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. (laughs) Nice. Now that's why the numbers have gone up. Um, You should you want to plateaued again? (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) because they're sold out. Should you want to chat with us? There's uh, many ways that you can. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch? All right, I'll get back to the point. (laughs) Uh, At Do You Football Show on all the social medias. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Again, at Du Football Show, and then Du Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Um, we did have one slide into the DMs uh-huh. uh, this week, and it was just one of them, and it was very funny. Let which... me assume Otis Anderson. Yes. Yeah, of course. It o- was. Otis always slides in the DMs. Uh, great. Well, he sent a. Cu- it was him sent a couple of uh, a couple of different memes that were very funny. Um, the funniest of which was. Uh, Romelu Lukaku and Alexis Sanchez hugging in uh, in Milan after yes. both uh, agreeing their switches to enter, uh, and it says, "What a day, Rom! We've escaped the Norwegian PE teacher now, and we <laughs> and we get to play against Chris Smalling." <laughs> uh, and also, Henrik Mkhitaryan uh, made that switch to Rome as well. Oh, really? Yep, I didn't today know that happened I, today. I didn't know that happened. Mm-hmm. So he I, the I North d- London Derby yesterday. In Rome this morning to sign his uh, his loan deal with an option to buy at the end of the season. I didn't even know he was on his way out. That's kind of yep. crazy. Yeah, I heard during the game his nose was already signing the contract in Rome. <laughs> no shit, yeah, big old schnoz. I uh, heard he does. The uh, the old Armenian. Oh, um, what, what is it? Because you guys are playing Europa and you do so many uh, games out on the very very far uh, <laughs> eastern yeah. part of Europe yeah. slash. Western Asia, and uh, <laughs> and he can't go out there, so you know we're like, ah, well, eh, let's just it. we don't yeah. need him anymore. Right, heard. So um, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry, and both of us have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. And as the red blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Bitches, we going low rent tonight with the White Claws. Sammy, what else are we drinking? So we've got Taconic Distillery. Uh, their Founders Rye Whiskey. Comes in at 90 proof. The mash bill is 95% rye, 5% barley. 
Uh, it is from the Hudson Valley in New York, age two years in New Chart American White Oak. Uh, and those are 53-gallon barrels, which is standard for the whiskey industry. Doing it, doing it the right way. Yep. Um, big pepper bomb on the finish, uh, but you do get that vanilla, caramel, and honey up front. $44.99 to $49.99 on the shelf. But I would rather talk about the motherfucking White Claw. <laughs> Last day of summer, closing it out in style. Ain't no laws. You know what I'm saying? When you're drinking claws, That's baby. Right. You Soon know what? we're done here, we're going to catch an Uber. Fire up those Tinder apps. <laughs> turn our visors upside down. Smoke some jewels. <laughs> oh, kill it! I'm already vaping. You know, I'm, I'm more than halfway there, man. Well, I mean, I'm already three in these things. You know, they're they're like nothing. They're just you know positive vibes. Just a a, a clean drunk. You know, like a vegan four loco. <laughs> exactly, man. It's just a rich person's limerita. That's it. You know, Sammy. I noticed there was no mango in the variety pack, but you lucky. Oh, what I, are you doing? You lucky. I fucks with the black cherry, which is what I'm drinking right now. So, who cares <laughs> about that restraining? order i brought white claw <laughs> i got ruby grapefruit bitches that's all there is to it you know sammy i drink white claws and days that end and why that's all of them, margaret let's have a great show let's do it <laughs> all right so sam i planned a great show for us so we're gonna open at st james park with the barn burner between watford and <laughs> who the fuck am i kidding it was the north london derby yeah. arsenal two tottenham hotspur two D- sammy you know what? You fucking nightmare start for your boys, but you you grinded it out and you found well, a draw. I don't know that I'd say it was a nightmare. Um, they looked great in the opening exchanges Arsenal did. Uh, they were hard fought. Tackles were flying in. Kept the pressure on. Um, problem is we never took advantage of any of those opportunities. I think it was Nicola Pepe had two or three chances in those opening couple of minutes. Alba and, um, and Lacazette also had their chances. Uh, but it was actually Spurs um, that took the lead through uh, Christian Eriksen. Um, Bird Leno spilled an Eric Lamella shot, and uh, Christian uh, um, um, Erickson Dan, popped it away. Erickson, <laughs> almost yeah. said Christensen, and yeah. I could I just all was blending together. <laughs> Goddamn white claws. <laughs> uh, Christian Erickson uh, picked up the rebound and just tapped home uh, from inside the six. Um, multiple chances again for either t- uh, either side. Uh, after that, game was being played at a frenetic pace, very fast pace, uh, and then Granite Jaka, Granite Jaka, and fucked us. Uh, by sliding in uh, very late for no apparent reason to Hoon Min Son. Because you um, see he was trying to block a shot that yep. wasn't being taken. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, go back to Leto. I wouldn't so much say that he, you know, uh, you know, bobbled it. It was it was a good shot. He just didn't deflect it away far enough. I think he got two hands to it. And it wasn't very strong. I think yeah. he should have held on to it. Yeah. To be fair, I, I mean, the key thing is, is if if a shot comes to you and you're not going to hold on to it and you're going to knock it away, it better go further than the post. It's got to go wide. It's got to go real wide. And unfortunately for him, he hit it and it literally just took one little. Day and landed on the six to Erickson, who just tapped it in the back of the fucking net. Yep. Um, so Jaka <laughs> gifted uh, Harry Kane the second goal from the penalty. That uh, would be very well Harry, taken that would be uh, Harry Kane scoring in August again, right? Yeah, actually, I guess it would. Well, he already yeah. did. He had two against. I, I, uh, I know, Villa. I know. I just like bringing it up because I know it brings you pain. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, here's here's a quick question for you, okay. um, and I'll let you kind of get into your thing. Um, you said frenetic pace, and I think a lot of that frenetic pace came down to the lineup that Emery put out there. Um, oh, yeah. First time putting the 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 wingers and the three man line up top with uh, Laka, Aubameyang, and uh, and Pepe. Um, but the more interesting thing that I have about that was the the midfield behind it 
was really at the end of the day three defensive midfielders with uh uh Torreira, Ganduzi, and um Ushaka. Do you think maybe they needed a Ozil slash Sabios kind of yes. person in front of them? Once Sabios came on, um his first or second touch was was a, a fabulous effort uh that Lloris did well to uh to save. I think that game screamed for a creative presence from the start mm-hmm. um, and just having the two defensive midfielders behind. Uh, but, you know, the the wide players, um, uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles and um, Sead Kalazanac right. getting a first start of the season. They did get high up the pitch and hold Spur, uh, push Spurs back a bit. Um, but, yeah, now I think it was too defensive. There wasn't enough creativity going into the front. Mm-hmm. But even still, we created chances. It definitely bossed the midfield to begin with, um, with them having a couple of flair players like Erickson uh, and Harry Winks, more of a box-to-box guy as opposed to an attacking right. or defensive midfielder. I think with the three defensive midfielders in there, we really did um, did hold strong to begin with. You think it was more just a he he did that to make sure Deli Ali, Son, and Erickson and were kind of held at bay. Well, Deli Ali idea. didn't come on till later. Well, I'm talking, yeah, but I know he yeah, came on later, later, but still, that yeah. kind of the idea of Absolutely. let's hold those kind of players at bay. Yeah, for sure, 100. Yeah. percent Let's just gum up the midfield and and let the front three run rampant, which they did uh, to an extent. But it just it screamed for a creative presence. How how do you feel as a fan? Because watching the top three, like for for me as a as a neutral in this situation, I'm like. Man, that that front three once they figure each other out are going to score a shit ton of goals. And then I look and I go, and I go, oh man, that defense is going to give up so many goals because they're not going to have enough support. (laughs) It's like I look at it and just go, man, this. You know, honestly, and this is a bit of a compliment. I know this is going to be hard for me to talk about fucking Liverpool, but this is going to. This looks like Liverpool right when Jurgen joined and right when Rodgers had left, where it was a team that they had the the guys up top. You know, it was Coutinho, Firmino, and and um um <clears throat> Mane. Salah and Mane. Yeah. Mane came Le- with Klopp. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they was that that kind of like they were gonna score goals. And even before that it was Sterling and Suarez even before that. Like they had this like really aggressive come at you kind of thing. But then like I mean, I remember them beating Norwich uh, five to four. Like it was like five years ago or something like that. Yeah, like I, I that's remember that. yeah, that's that that's the kind of that's kind of what I see that might be happening with Arsenal. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing because if it gets you to Champions League, you'll have money and then you can fix the defense. Yeah, you know. I mean, they already started to bringing in the uh, the uh, William Saliba from um, Saint Etienne. <laughs> right. They loaned him straight back. Right. Um, but I th- he's big, strong lad, uh, smart from what I've seen um, in terms of his footballing IQ. He's a ball-playing center half that should be you know, vastly improved the defense next year uh, when he comes in. Yeah. Um, now, uh, turning a little bit of attention to Tottenham, which I know you don't want to do, but we're going to talk about him a little. Um, Erickson gets that first goal. Erickson gets the start. Erickson has been trying, pardon me, <coughs> trying to leave the club now for a while. Yeah. European window shut today, and he's still there. What the fuck are they supposed to do now? Well, every club that wanted him didn't have the money for him because Real Madrid was his preferred destination. They could not um, offload Gareth Bale. And, and Tottenham those, isn't going to sell him cheap. Right. Tottenham, Tottenham isn't selling him for 30. Yeah, they Tottenham, can't. Tottenham's going to yeah. want 70. 
that being said, it is the last year of his contract. So if they were going to get rid of him, they should have because in January he can sign a pre-contract offer with somebody and leave for free next summer like Rambo did to us. How, I mean, a, it does seem like Erickson's kind of a stand-up guy, much like how Rambo was for you. So I, I would assume he's going to honor his contract, play it out, still be a tough player, still do what needs to be done for uh, Tottenham. But that's just... it. That's drama you don't need with your well, club right now. He's going to have it, but it's the because uh, it's a Euro year, right? So if Denmark qualifies for the Euros next summer, that he's going to want to be in that squad. Obviously, to right. do that, he's going to need to play and play well. Yeah. Um. So I think that he'll definitely turn in performances for them. Um. He's going to have to. Yeah. Now. Um. So with that being said, and he'll want a signing on bonus and a massive wage increase since he's leaving for free. So. Uh, Tottenham gets a two nothing lead and then gives it away. Do you gifted a two nothing yeah, lead? They did. Uh, well, they didn't and, deserve it. Well, but they but you, no, they were gifted it, but they also gifted it right back to you. Like I mean, I don't know you, about that. Laka <coughs> made that out of nowhere. That was that was a great shot. It was a fantastic goal. It was but what, quick feet too to but, get past both Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Right, but let's say shoe on the other foot. Would you be bitter at your team for giving giving away a two nothing fucking happening for three years? You, you know, so but <laughs> that, that's that's what now. I'm getting at. It just seems like something's not clicking with Spurs right now. Like something's just I think not... something's going on behind the scenes. <clears throat> well, there's a lot to of talk in the press with, with uh Pochettino and everything, you know, the next Manchester United coach. Oh, did I say that aloud? Sorry. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? He I'm... says he's not gonna leave. Yeah. Of course he's he's saying that. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's say that you know the minute as soon as they get that Norwegian PE teacher out of there, who knows? <laughs> I do like the Norwegian <laughs> that PE <is> teacher. Funny. <laughs> who uh one one of the people on our uh face group chat group did uh him like looking face like group oh, chat group. You yeah. could not have sound more old. Uh don't mind me. Our Facebook group, our our <laughs> private group. Um did on the, the old MySpace chat we Yes, have? exactly. <laughs> the Facebook Insta Snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Graham Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the uh, he did the one with the looking Twinsta. like. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> looking like uh, Alfalfa with the big yes. ears and the yeah. hair. That was pretty funny uh, doing the presser. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> clearly City Liverpool one and two. Arsenal and Spurs three and four. Arsenal third, I would say yes. Spurs fourth, I think they need to get a couple of players back on side. Depends how long these injuries last. Um, I don't really know what's wrong with Deli Alley. Um, I didn't hear of any injuries in the uh, in the latter part of the uh, preseason, so I'm not sure why this was his first appearance of the season. I don't know. Um, they're a little thin again at uh, at right back, and Davison Sanchez had to had to play right back in this match, mm-hmm. um, which took him out of the middle. Alderweireld's still there. Who knows if he's really bought in or not uh, after all that talk last summer of Manchester United. Right. Um, Jan Vertonghen apparently has an issue with Pochettino right now. So they, they need to have a little kumbaya uh, oh, it's, in this it's, first camp. Or it it's a fucking, fall, it's it a fucking fall, mess yeah, right now. It could fall apart really quickly. <clears throat> it seems like it's being kind of held together with tape and, uh, and yeah. uh, you know, like dreams and promises and hopes and prayers for the most part. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you support a shit team. The Dark Horses are having some early season success, Sammy. Leicester City 3, Bournemouth 1, West Ham 2, Norwich 0, Everton 3, Wolverhampton 2. 
Uh, Rogers has the Foxes showing signs of a team that won the league. Man, they look a lot like that team. Vardy back on form. Uh, Tillemans and Madison are looking like more as in Conte, man. Well, Tillemans was excellent. Tillemans was excellent. In that those, game. I mean, but it, I mean, doesn't it have this like eerie, familiar look oh, yeah. of that team? Absolutely, and it was a uh, a very grown up performance from both him and James Madison. Yeah, uh, much like. Uh, I talked about, uh, I didn't talk about, you cut me off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Matteo Genduzzi uh, got bot mitf- uh, bar mitzvah at the weekend. Sorry, his long hair confuses me. Heard. Uh, got bar mitzvah at the weekend and became a man for sure. Oh, we um, d- we, <laughs> it, it is worth going back to and mentioning what? real quick. That fucking pass, holy shit. Uh, to Aubameyang? Oh, my God. And what a cheeky touch. <laughs> what a cheeky touch for the goal as well. That was nasty. But, that was really nasty. I mean, you could take a screenshot. Of of the field when he had the ball and I wouldn't have seen that pass on, no. To be honest, but no, in, anyway, that I mean, he had a very coming of age performance. He was great defensively. His positioning was was very good, and again, he he uh, initially I think was the one that won the ball back for Lacazette's goal. Yep, he was. Um, so just outside the box. Yeah. yeah. So well. it, I mean, he. Called up to the France squad, and rightly so, in my yeah. opinion. Vardy's now, so back back to Leicester. Vardy's yeah, on, what, Lester. four now, I think, so far for the season? I think that's it's right. E- it's either three or four he's already on. Yeah, I think and that's then right. Ma- uh, definitely three, but I think four. <laughs> and then Madison, oh, he's on three. three. And see, uh, uh, by the way, d- definitely worth noting. Um, is that uh, Russ is sitting here looking up notes for us and like handing me notes and letting me know. So, um, Mel, I just want to let you know you're going to be replaceable. So, you got to you step know. it up, Mel. Um, hey, Russ, <laughs> Russ, Russ. I didn't ask you to talk. Hit the <laughs> fucking mute button. <sighs> some okay. Things, some All things right. don't change. <laughs> Mel, you still got a job. Um, defense doesn't seem to miss Harry Maguire now, do they? No, not so much. But again, it's Bournemouth away. Yeah, no, 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 very I mean, true. I wouldn't, you know, put too, too much stock in it. They did give up a pr- actually a pretty good goal from Callum Wilson. <coughs> nice to see right uh, Wilson. I dropped him for my fucking fantasy yeah, I, I moved him to my bench um, as but well. But a, a very smart run um, yeah. and a great, uh, perfectly weighted ball from Ryan Frazier to find him. And then a neat little finish. Took it early, took it far post. Uh, and Casper Schmeichel was called out as he was running to close the angle down. I, I tell um, you, in this loss, but I, I really want to talk about Jamie Vardy's lob from thirty out. Okay, hold on, fucking brilliant. <laughs> so I was just going to say, we'll talk. Let's chat about Bournemouth real quick, and then you can go back to rubbing yourself um, about Jamie Vardy. I mean, the White Claw cans are long and symmetrical. Would you like to like rip uh, it just, off and stab a bitch with one or something? Yeah, I channel my inner Jamie Vardy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, um, hey, 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 hey. He's a one chicken head man now. He's got a kitty in his <laughs> life. Head, that's the funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, but uh, Bournemouth, even in this loss, starting to look like Bournemouth again. The counterattack, quick on the counterattack, yeah. moving the ball well, kind of getting to goal very well. Nathan so, finding himself in the box for no apparent reason. Yeah, he in the loves of plays. Yeah. Yes, yes, he's the defensive. Uh, he's a center back, and somehow he finds himself in the middle of the attacking half of the box almost every time the ball goes down the field. But yep. But they'd seem to be kind of getting back to being Bournemouth a little. Um, the only bad part is, is normally they rely off of a really hot start and no so hot start this time around. Nah, so, uh-uh. um, Vardy, go ahead. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful lob. Um, you always felt that it was going to come again from a, a, a quick break and Jamie Vardy getting behind, mm-hmm. but not like that. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Just <laughs> and then neatly into the far corner as well from that lob. I mean, it wasn't even like he just lobbed the keeper and it bounced on the line and then hit the roof of the net. I mean, it didn't touch the ground until it was in the net, which is hard to do anyway. And it was uh right in that back corner. It was fantastic. What vision, what touch. Uh, and then goes over, and I thought he was going to go Super <laughs> Saiyan over in the corner there, mm-hmm. uh, the way he was pounding his chest. Um, again, Callum Wilson uh, with the reply. Um, and then Vardy found Tillemans, who kissed the ball off the inside of the post for his first goal of the season. And then Tillemans returned the favor for Vardy to round out the scoring. Lester looks good. Lester looks real good. Rodgers has got him playing really good ball. Oh, like yeah. Again, like I said, we're talking about the dark horses, and there's four dark horses, and three of them looked, well, I mean, heck, even Wolves in the loss looked decent. But yeah. um, but Lester looks really freaking good. On to the next one with West Ham. West Ham loses their first game really, really poorly to uh, to uh, Manchester City with the five 0 loss. Yeah, well, then have City though. Then it's then it's the draw at Brighton, which let's face it, not an easy place to play. Nope. And including the League Cup game, they've won three in a row. And you know what? They look really, really fucking good. They are in tune. Yeah. Now there was you know kind of feeling each other out in the opening exchanges there wasn't a lot happening not a lot of testing of the goalkeepers that right. kind of stuff that game should have been 5 nothing west ham should have massacred yeah. them but eventually it was a relatively simple piece of play uh and masuaku <laughs> find himself a gap ran through uh two um norwich defenders i'm sorry uh and expertly delivered a low cross to the onrushing sebastian Alle. um norwich didn't go down without a fight though and they did create some chances um they may have been level had todd, uh, todd cantwell drank more wilk uh, Fuck me. Milk. Milk as a kid and uh-huh. grew an extra two inches instead of just having that quaffed hair. Right. Uh, oh, on that it, one header. He couldn't raise high enough uh, to meet that uh, meet that cross. Um, it's a delightful cross, though. But outside of that, I... And I'd then s- Yarmolenko. Oh, that's... I wrote, wrote right here, we forget about Yarmolenko because of the injury last season, but yep. he is an exceptional counterpart oh, yeah. to Anderson on the other side. Absolutely. He, he looked fabulous With in that laser, match. a laser beam. Well, it's not even just the goal. He looked incredible in that match. 100%. I mean, it was fortunate, um, to be honest, uh, after the deflection and everything, for it to fall back to him, him to be onside. Credit to him for running back towards the play to keep himself onside. And then just the the gall of the man being off balance, turning probably 80 degrees uh, to have to hit that ball. Um, And then taking it first time right out of the air and finding the far corner in the fashion he did was fan- Fantastic. Um, so when, you know, the the team's kind of in that, you know, the rest of the best kind of group, as we're talking about the dark horses here. Uh, the Everton Trophy. Well, yes, exactly. As, as fourth place was referred to forever as the uh, Arsene Wenger Cup. Right. Yeah. So in, in that regards, I mean, if you're a fan of one of those teams, you tend to just look at your team, right? Right. So I try to take like a, you know, kind of take the blinders off my eyes and look at it. I'm like... Okay, so if I'm West Ham, I'm looking at a team that's got, you know, uh, Sebastian Allaire up up top, and then it's uh, Lanzini behind him with... At a snap header denied yeah, as well. With Yarmolinko and Felipe Anderson on each side, and I compare that against my team, that's fucking equal. Yeah. That, that, that's, that is an equally, like, that's a great fucking front four. I'd take that front four if I didn't have my front four. That's four really damn good players. Yeah. And you kind of look at it and you go, okay, you know, as long as there's not... A major injury. This this they team's got right. legs, yeah. and especially the pairing of Rice and uh, and Noble right behind them. That lets those four guys go and create because they just 
Declan Rice is a fucking wrecking machine. I yeah. I equate. I mean, granted, it ultimately comes down to the center backs that are really neutralizing Pookie, but I think it was Declan Rice making sure the ball never fucking got never to him really in the first place. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. When Pookie had two shots that went right at Fabianski that he saved yep. easily, and and just. And one was a deflection that kind of took the sting out of it. It was a decent effort, ah. but there was a deflection kind of took the sting out of it, and Fabianski gathered easily. Yeah, they looked they looked damn good. After that Yarmolenko goal, um, Tim Krul was definitely the busier of the two keepers. There just wasn't much in it for Norwich after that. I said, that. should have been 5 nothing. To be, to there, be were, there, were, there were plenty. Uh, Krul made a couple of big saves, yep. and then there was Sebastian a couple Ale of— Sebastian had a penalty shout yep. turned down. Yep, uh, a couple of sli- early on, but— A couple of slight misses, you know, but I mean— I mean, West Ham had like three fast breaks, t- two with uh, Anderson alone going at net. I mean, there yeah. was a lot of op- that. That game could have been a lot worse for Norwich. For sure. Nor- Norwich. I, Norwich. I, I went back to Norwich and I said Norwich the first time. So I did it right the first time and then I fuck it up again. Um, <coughs> huge uh, for, for me as a fan. That is a huge Huge fucking win at home against Wolves. That's a team that embarrassed us last year. Yep. And the only positive thing I could talk about was a black fucking kitty cat running around on the field. Everton yeah. looked really, really good. They did, except for uh, I just want to go on record as saying Kyle Martino is a genius for calling out Everton's defense. Right, right. Fuck off. <laughs> Hadn't given up goals since what February at Goodison, right? Right, but then Car Car Martinez <laughs> going, oh, Everton can't score, so so they're going to uh, Wolves. Wolves are going to beat them two to one, and it's like, <laughs> motherfucker, you realize no one's scored at fucking Goodison since February, I also right? Don't like Kyle Martinez. He's a joke. I just like I to know. Get under your skin. I know you like to get under my skin. <laughs> um, uh, calamity of errors led to Richarlison's first goal. Absolutely. Um, Rui Patricio should have come out. Connor Cody was yelling for him to come out. He didn't come out. And this kind of uh, half-hearted Connor Cody poke looked at the down ball thing. to play the ball back to him because he was running at pace. Rui uh, Patricio at that point decided to come out. Mm-hmm. And um, Connor Cody almost rounded him. Great sliding challenge from uh, Patricio. That he kicked for, right he to Richarlison. He kicked right into the middle of the box. <laughs> and Richarlison was Johnny on the spot. Uh, ball was bouncing, kicked it into the ground. That Connor, was brilliant, Connor by the way, Cody to get to, over the ball oh, and yeah. knock it down. Connor Cody, to his credit, almost got to the ball. Yeah. Diving across the line with his head, yeah. uh, put his body in harm's way. He had to duck out of the way of the post. But in the end, it hit the back of the net. It was a great finish from Richarlison. Connor Cody quietly becoming one hell of a uh, center back in this league. Yeah, exactly. And uh, kind of ju- with this play, at least, justifying why... Um, <laughs> Uh, Gareth Southgate didn't call him up. <laughs> yeah, on that uh, one. To be fair, um, Lucas Digne was beat for pace by Charore, who's finally starting to add some like real technical skill besides just he made smart runs. He he was an intelligent player in terms of the runs he would make and the working without the ball, but very pacey, very big and strong, all that kind of stuff. The reference we made last week, the really fast wide receiver in all the college movies that can run down the field but then not catch the ball. Well, That's what Triori was was ultimately was this just uber fast guy, but the minute he needed to actually do something, he couldn't do it. He's starting to. Yeah, very He's much so. To big time. 
He, um, that's and, that's scary. His his thickness and size and physicality. Oh yeah. Coupled with those legs, you shouldn't have both of those things. It's Absolutely. just not fair. And he brushed aside Luca Digne uh, fairly easily, to be and, honest. With and Luca Digne is one of the best left backs in the biz. Yeah. Like and he, who was playing right back for you all? Uh, Sheamus was on the other side. Uh, it was Sheamus. Was yeah. There. And he um, was the one who flubbed well, the ball in front here, of the net. Here's the problem. It came through. I think three Wolves players and two Everton players on the way to him. Jordan Pickford didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get down to it. Uh, and Coleman didn't see it till late. Stuck a boot out and ended up just trapping it a- as he fell over. He could have easily have just picked up the ball, gone, put it on the ground and go, here, kick it in the right. net, please. And uh, it was then turned in by Roman Saiz. Um, Alex Awobi uh, then turned Everton uh, in Everton's second. Um, with finally, he could finish apparently. Yep, after, he's going to uh, finish for us. He's fin- he's already got two goals for us. After moving to you all, uh, that Gilfy uh, Sigurdsson cross was <coughs> pinpoint mm-hmm. accurate. If he fucked it up, I would have called you immediately and just laughed. Right. That, <laughs> he would have fucked it up uh, for Arsenal had he still been there. Guaranteed. Well, that's because um, really Ozil doesn't know how to stuff. do a pinpoint accurate uh, yeah. pass where, <laughs> you know. It really is, does. Uh, was end-to-end stuff all game. Oh, I mean, very was, frenetic pace. This, this game was played frenetically also. Um, Moise Ken looked lively again. Yeah, I mean, so he had to deal with three backs, so yeah, it was a tougher match again, for him. He, he put himself in good positions. He made some smart runs, some intelligent runs. Um, and and he's a, a a big guy also. I mean, he's got the the strength and pace um, to to give anybody an issue. I mean, not as fast as Triore, but he's he's got the strength and pace to give anybody an issue. And he was making some intelligent runs and putting himself in some good positions. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if. Um, because honestly, I, I, I'm go- I'm more on Moise King than I am on Calvin Lewin as far as a starter. But maybe Calvin Lewin might have been the correct guy to have there just because he could have held up the ball a little bit more. Because clearly everything we were doing was on the wings. And let's face it, there was no answer for Wolves on the wings. When we were going down the wings, they had zero answer on right. either side. It didn't matter if it was... If it was um, <clears throat> Baines and uh, I mean I'm sorry Digne and uh, Freudian slip there, you know um, Digne and Awobi down the one side or if it was Coleman and Richarlison down the other side they had no answer, um, but it it also I I I thought King did a nice job, but I also feel like maybe he was put out there for a reason to kind of get beat up a little, learn a little. I mean, yeah. a three. I, it's a three-man back system that's all very physical, and I thought he responded well. Um, I think it he it was enough, a tough he, first outing for he, him. He did enough work for me that uh, he deserved to end up on the score sheet somehow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he worked hard all game. He didn't complain about much. He he looks a player um, for me. I, and I hate to admit it because I just, I've, I've talked about, you know, being concerned about injuries and everything, but... Uh, uh, Fabian Delph was the X factor in that match. Yeah, absolutely. He had himself a hell of a game. I mean, for a frenetic game like that, normally Everton gets frazzled and makes mistakes, and and for some somehow he just kind of held everybody together. He was in on every tackle. He kind of let you know Andres Gomez kind of go and create a little bit more, and yep. it just. I mean, he's no Idrissa Gay for what for what Idrissa Gay would do for this team, but he just seemed to have a little bit more leadership out there, and that really impacted the team as a whole. Yeah. Um, then- Wolves, Wolves currently um, 
still winless in the league, right? So yeah. everybody was Three points from four games. Right. Everybody was real high on them. Or, you know, you listen to a lot of the commentary before this game. It's oh well, Wolves haven't lost yet. Wolves haven't lost yet. Okay, well now Wolves have lost. And and uh, you know, Wolves, as someone who has experienced this, as someone who typically comes in seventh place and then has to start playing in July, um, this is how these seasons start. And you say to yourself, Oh, it's gonna be okay. Well, it's gonna be. We'll, 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 we'll get a win. It'll be fine. We're gonna get a win soon enough. It'll be. It'll be all right. Everything's gonna be okay. We're doing fine. And then suddenly you would lose another one, and you're on three draws and a and a couple of losses, and you're sitting in fifteenth, and you're like, okay, well, we we gotta fucking start winning some games this here. Is what happened to Burnley last season? It, this is what happened. So yeah. I I, you know, I like the squad that Wolves have. It's a very small squad, and you're playing a lot of games. And uh, you know, I, I mentioned this. Uh, Raul, per- I heard a stat that Raul Jimenez already has eight goals for the season. Yeah, in, in it's all insane. competitions. That obviously includes the Europa League qualifiers, but that's insane for this for four games in. Yeah, and and with playing with such a thin squad. Yep. I think it was what five yellow cards on Wolves, yeah. and it was all in the defense, including Bali getting two and getting the yeah. send off. We'll come like, on to that. Y- you can't afford to be losing guys like that, especially when you're trying to get your first win. So right. I'm only uh, to our Houston contingent of Wolves fans. I'm only harping on it because I've fucking been there before with my yeah. club. Just be ready, guys. Absolutely. Um, but Raul Jimenez obviously leveled proceedings on 75 minutes uh, after he bravely reacted mm-hmm. uh, first to that cross and got a kick in the face. Yep, uh, took a boot in the face it. from yeah. Dina. Um, and then Richarlison uh, decided the game, obviously, on 80 minutes, rising well to meet a Dina header. Um, and after this performance from Richarlison, who I think was probably the man of the match besides Fabian Delph, uh, just putting himself in good positions, always being there, and obviously twice scoring, um, that he seems to have gotten over the previously <laughs> eradicated disease that he contracted this summer. Um, and Wilford Bali, after shoulder barging him and getting a second yellow, should probably go see the team doctor and make sure he didn't have the measles, mumps, or rubella, um, since that's what the vaccine covers. That felt forced. Nope. But you, but you're really, you're really excited about you. No, nah, I just wanted to make you sure needed I to make sure you snuck it. that yeah. one in, didn't you? That was very important to you. I can tell for sure. You know, I just want to say I expect better from you, and uh, your delivery should be uh, a, a little, little bit, bit better than that. Yeah, a little bit better. All executed. right. Well, Fabian Delph being the man of the match is obviously the uh, blue-headed stepchild of Liverpool's. Uh, I guess equal to uh, James Milner being what forty now and uh, leading your team in all the fitness. Um. Tests. I'm just gonna let you drown. Go ahead. I'm not drowning. Uh, oh, you're totally every- drowning. Uh, no, people are about to crash their car. They're laughing so hard. <laughs> no, they aren't. <laughs> they're laughing so hard at the fact that I'm just know you're a tool, and they're all agreeing with me that you are a tool. You know what? We're gonna end this segment. Daddy needs another fucking white claw. Okay, bitch. <laughs> the back end of the top six both drop points to lesser competition. Manchester United 1, Southampton 1, Chelsea 2, Sheffield United 2. I want to say Ole's going to be fine. Man U's going to be fine. The Norwegian PE teacher. But it's not going to be fine. It's no. not going to be fine. Doesn't There's problems. Like it, it? Oh, yeah, big problems. Um, they had almost two-thirds of the ball and were on top most of the game, but they only had eight shots on target. Uh, Daniel James with another screamer. 
well done to him. Seems seem, to be the seems, only one wanting to take the the fucking uh, game by the scruff of the neck. Only bright spot so far this season, right there. Yep. And then right after that, I have Lindelof gets beat again in the air. Yep. Uh, Angus Gunn did well on occasion, mm-hmm. uh, the Southampton goalkeeper, um, to keep United at bay. But I never really got the feeling that United were going to press for a winner. Um, even even when a Southampton player gets sent off. Oh, yeah. They lacked invention as well as steel. Um, even when Southampton were down to, down to 10 men uh, after Kevin Danzo was sent off. United just weren't convincing for me, <laughs> to be honest. That, it, it just, I just I don't see it from them. I don't see the desire. I don't see the... The pride in the shirt, I don't see it. Did it even look like Pogba wanted to be out there? No. And you look at the first game. We spoke highly of Manchester United after the first game and yeah. uh, against Chelsea, the 4-0 at Old Trafford. Well, I don't know what the fuck he said to them in that dressing room, but they look a shell of themselves from that game. It just They're uninspired, un- uninventive. I don't know what's going on. I, I can't put my finger on it. And you, fi- <laughs> you figure, you know, the quote-unquote dead weight of Alexis Sanchez, Romelu Lukaku... Um, all the players that they wanted to get rid of for real are still fucking are, are, are gone, and the problems, I'm sorry, still persist. And the, so the international break's about to happen, right? Whole bunch of their players are going to go play internationally, oh, so yeah. it's not like you get a, a you know a week off of rest. Nope. Oh, and don't look now. Guess who comes to town next? Fucking Leicester. Yep. Which United could drop uh, drop the game completely. Leicester went into Chelsea and got a draw there, and hell, a game they should have won against Victor Chelsea. Lindelof's going to think he's in prison the way Jamie Vardy's going to manhandle him if he plays like he has the last two games. I mean, do you, Jamie Vardy's going to fucking stab his ass? Do do you take Lindelof out? I mean, you have to you at this to, point. You, well, who are you going to put in? You just sold Chris Smalling to Roma yeah. or loaned him to Roma. Who is? Is it Jones that's still with them too? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Phil Jones is yeah. still there as far as yeah. I so know. Yeah. So do you go to Phil Jones? I, I mean, know. I mean, he's Jamie old Vardy. and he's old and slow, but at least he'll be at least at least you know what at least Phil Jones will do? He'll, be he'll a at least he'll fight for a fucking ball in the yeah. air. I mean, how many? That's two weeks in a row now that Lindelof has or found you still himself got Eric just Bailly there. I think, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd go with Bailly, honestly. That's you have to the, do something because yeah. Jamie Vardy is going to eat Lindelof alive, right? And and. Harry Maguire is going to lose faith in Lindelof very fucking quickly. If he hasn't already. He, he needs to know he has a partner. You know, it's yep. a, he, uh, in fact, perfect case example, looking at what, um, you know, Van Dyke did with Liverpool for Matip versus, you know, Harry Maguire and Lindelof. Like, Lindelof's not responding to having a class center back with him. Correct. And it's, I mean, not to say that Maguire doesn't have his mistakes or his errors, but he's a damn good center back. Yeah. And you would think when you have a good, stable force, it, the, the other person always seems to respond. I mean, you look at just about any club and you see that. Yes. Oh, I, how, how much longer does Ole got? I mean, I hate, Christmas. I mean, I hate to treat him like... Uh, Probably Christmas. I hate to treat him like Mourinho, but is it time to start treating him like fucking Mourinho? I don't know. I, I think he probably has until Christmas. Can we agree that uh, Eric Lindelof looks like one of the douchebags that only drinks White Claw? Absolutely. And nothing else? Yes, definitely. All right. And then can we also agree that Jamie Vardy, between vodka Red Bulls, chases them with White Claw? Yes, we can definitely agree on that. They're equally bro-y, except for Jamie Vardy's like a... Like, 
can fight and stuff. Vardy Vardy also puts around the rim as I'm showing Sam the rim of the white claw right yeah, now. That, this is puts, a very audio put, feature. Puts, puts coke around the entire rim. So uh, and just he just all the way around to the lip and then, lip, chugs, and the then chugs the white claw. Yeah, yeah that's definitely what Vardy does. Yes, definitely. And, and then he, throws it at somebody. As he's bleeding, orders a vodka Red Bull. Yes, that yeah. is exactly how he does it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, Take a body shots of white claw off a of kitty's tits. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chelsea just... As Slipknot plays in the background. Heard. So <laughs> Chelsea just does not want to put a single complete game together, do they? No. No, they don't. I thought Zuma was unlucky. Obviously. Oh, very, that, very that unlucky. That's not his uh, fault. And, oh, by, by the way, Twitter, um, Ultras, all of you, you're fucking pieces of shit. Like, but, I mean, do we expect anything less from, from Chelsea supporters? Jesus. Hey, the, the, guy gives, the guy gives up an own goal. Yes, this is not then the time where you start dropping N-bombs on his Twitter and tell him yeah. how awful he is. Yep. That is not that what you to, do as a supporter. Same thing that happened to Marcus Rashford Same yep. th- when he missed the penalty. Same Pogba. thing happened to Paul Pogba. It's, uh, happened at Millwall to a few players, obviously. Um, happens. I don't think City fans necessarily are doing it, but it happens <laughs> from the general populace to Raheem Sterling a lot. Um, it's fucking ridiculous. And the shit needs to go. I mean, th- there's no place for this in the game. And um, if you're a Chelsea supporter that honestly believes what you're writing online or that, that thinks that that's good banter or something like that, jump in front of a fucking train, you twats. Oh, but, I mean, your your guy who scored both of your goals, Tammy Abraham, is black. Right. But we're so, gonna... so what, he's okay, but yeah. the one who gave up the own goal, we're going to do a bunch of racial slurs to? It's just... It's ridiculous. <laughs> Annoying. Yep. Um, it is good to see Abraham so far, four goals now. Yeah, after those first two games after coming close, you know, um, uh, it looks <laughs> like he's found a scoring touch and, and the faith that Frank Lampard has shown in him. Mason Mount as well, uh, another good performance from him. Yep. Um, uh, in terms of the the uh, the young players, he also gave a debut to an 18-year-old. Can't remember his name to save my life now. Uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Um something gale like the last part of his name was gale something like white gale or something like that yeah something yeah don't mind Uh, anyway i'm the name assassin let's let's go on from (laughs) that move forward which which Uh, is funny which is funny because mr producer who was fucking producing us something before could have produced us that but he didn't so what uh, the fuck hold on turn your phone back around um mel forded along the island game holy shit (laughs) fucking mute button Jesus Christ! Um, no, so but the the young players. Not sorry, Russ. There, there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be a a boatload of inconsistency when you have a team this young, right? right. As you're blooding in these new players uh, or these young players, all of them except Pulisic has been, have been owned by Chelsea for uh, many years now, <laughs> but none of them have ever really featured for Chelsea. Um, but as you're blooding these players in again, the new system, all these different things, right? It's going to take time, and you're going to be up and down, up and down. Right. And well, certain sp- players seem to have gotten it a little quicker. Mason Mount, obviously, having played right. under Lampard last season. Uh, and then Tammy Abraham, in a similar style for Villa, uh, looks like he's starting to, to, to get the system. And, and it's showing well for him, but Ross Barkley, inconsistent, inexperienced um, at the top, top level. Ah, Billy Gilmore. 
Billy Gilmore. So not White Gale at no, all. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Not even so I'm close. fucking terrible. But you have all of, all of these different factors, and you're going to be up and down. What I'd be worried about is that first Sheffield United goal, the, 30 seconds after fucking halftime. I was going to say, somebody didn't tell the team that they were supposed to come back out on yeah, the, so the field. Like they didn't because, hear the whistle, yeah, it and they just, kicked it off. <laughs> yeah, that was um, bad. But it was very simple. Just two, uh, two separate one-twos down the left flank. Uh, Ball was cut inside and turned home into an empty net. It was very simple uh, from Sheffield United and deserved, to be honest. I mean, they they had their chances. I mean, Chelsea weren't fully on top no. uh, despite being 2-0 up. They did have their chances. The Blades seemed to have that, that tenacity. Oh, the Blades. That tenacity just seems to be infectious for them. They're going to stay up or go down because of it. But it's yeah. clear they are not going to stop. I mean, it's it's crazy. Their three center backs go forward. Absolutely, it's insane. Like I know. you don't play but with they, three they, center backs to go forward. They and so far have they been go quick, fucking forward. They have been quick enough to recover. When they get caught out, they've been quick enough to recover for the most part. I mean, you see, like inside of thirty five yards, you'll see, fuck nine players. Up yeah. the pitch for Sheffield, like like one guy will stay back and everybody else goes and runs in, and so I, I'm I'm interested to see how long that really lasts. Now, like a team like now, what I would Leicester be the week before made him pay. Now, so. remember what I would be worried about is you, the uh, the <laughs> was it the first goal from Tammy Abraham mm-hmm. was the uh, the two center backs colliding going yeah. for the same ball, right? Yep. The what I'd be worried about is is are those center backs trying too hard? Mm-hmm. Obviously, one was there. He's not. Uh, it's not really his fault necessarily. They, he was looking at the ball the entire way. The second center back that ran onto it, but you got to give him a shout. You got to talk, right? You know, mine, mine. You know, whatever it is, you got to say something to him. Instead, they don't. They both jump, run into each other. Ball just flicks off the head. And Tammy Abraham did well. Took uh, took the shot early uh, and scored from it. So, same thing that I finish with talking about Manchester United is oh, don't look now. Chelsea go to fucking Wolves next. So as we're talking about the dark horses creeping up the table, after the international break, you have the, quote, top six teams playing very tough matches against Wolves, maybe not as much, but in-form, talented, dark horse teams. United and Chelsea could find themselves further down the table in a couple of weeks. It's possible. It's absolutely possible. Wrapping up the rest of the league in, oh, so that happened. What we were going to open the show with, Newcastle won, Watford won. <laughs> Palace won in the tram shamacrity of the year, Villa nil. Oh, but she's not here to drink her fucking shot. Uh, Manchester <laughs> City four, Brighton nil, Liverpool three, Burnley nil. Watford finally get a point. Eh. Well, Hughes got a goal. <laughs> yeah, on my bench. <laughs> uh, what was it, 45 seconds in or something ridiculous? Two yeah. minutes in, something yep. like that? Um, it fell right to, to him. Th- it seemed tr- to be the theme of the weekend. Deflections that fell right to players. Imagine if he had missed that one after missing one that fell to him right in the box the week before. Oh. The man should have just walked off a cliff after that if he yeah. missed that one, too. Absolutely. Um, but he found himself alone in the box following a wicked deflection. Uh, but he still had a fair amount to do. Dubravka was off his line well and made himself big. And again, Will Hughes just kind of touched into the ground, popped it over the uh, the onrushing Dubravka's foot as he was uh, sliding out, making himself big, uh, and snatched a goal. 
Newcastle were pressing, and finally their decent pressure paid off with another poor clearance slash deflection uh, fell to Fabian Schar, who I toyed with for a little bit, saying would score at any time uh, before I amended my bet, which we'll come on to later. And I didn't say that. I said uh, Mr. Linton, Joel, and he uh, failed to score. Tell tell yourself whatever you need to fucking tell yourself. I did. Toy I mean, with it. I, I get it. Our our bet segment is now going to be Sam changes his mind five fucking times. No. It's okay. Go ahead. Listen. Continue. Well, I, all right. Whatever you want. Um, ben Foster did appear to get a hand to it, um, but he couldn't keep it out. Isaac Hayes uh, tested every reaction Ben Foster had. It was enough to keep out his ferocious strike. And the best chance on the other side fell to another Isaac who couldn't find success with his free header that he royally fucked up. <laughs> I like how I like he worked that. in great success. <laughs> yeah. One of our personal favorite players on the show. That's right. Absolutely. If um, you are uh, from this parish, you'll know that. So, N- Newcastle. Um, I, I hate to keep going back to the reference of Rafa. This is a game Rafa wins. This isn't a game Rafa draws. This was a chance. Think, I really think, to to be fair, that it would have finished 1-0 had that early bullshit not happened. <laughs> but you can't really account for a nasty deflection and a fuck it, you know. However, mm-hmm. the ball should have been stopped by the time it got there. Three passes down the field and a shot from 30 yards out. Yeah. Come on. And it's schoolboy stuff. It, it should never have gotten to that point that early in the game. A fairly... While struggling right now, this is a team that will likely not be getting relegated. This is a team that in Watford that'll probably be somewhere between twelfth and thirteenth place. They'll probably have a good spot in the they table. Might get it together, yeah. Here was a chance while they were weak to get yourself a quick three. And for Newcastle, looking at how the season's going to go, those two points probably fucking mean something. Yep. You know, they really, really do. Um, so going on to the two bigger clubs with, uh, City, again, Aguero just scores two goals. It seems like I say that every fucking week. And an assist. Um, Laporte, that. Didn't look good. That's not good. And got a yellow for his troubles. Because he's the only fucker who seems to know how to defend for City. The rest of them. Yeah. Otamende, do you really like? If you're a city fan, do you really want Otamende and Stones no, back there? What you is that is, really what no, you want? What you want is what they did and put Fernandinho <laughs> at uh, defensive midfielder, or at, at D- took their defensive midfielder yeah. and put him at center back. And honestly, I'd start doing that with Fernandinho because he'll he'll do a job. Yep. he'll do a job. Absolutely. He's physical. He'll keep it organized. Everything. The mm-hmm. uh, the other thing I do love um, and sucks that he, I don't like when players get injured. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I'll premise it with that. However. I do like when players are on a stretcher and get shown a yellow card. <laughs> that always kind of tickles me hard a little bit. Yeah, and um, big big amount of goals again. So, um, in I mean, I know it's early in the season, but this is worth looking at. City does have the goal differential oh, currently yeah. because by four, I think it is. You, there will be slips between oh, by, by two. By two. Wow. There will be slips between each of those teams. So, goal differential is going to mean something. So, winning four nothing versus three nothing. For those two, that fucking means something. It really does. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne getting on the score sheet, obviously, um, with his uh, well-taken shot. Uh, And that was, I mean, what else can you really say? Aguero twice with another assist. That's... Learning... going to see this all the time. For me, learning from last year's mistakes, what I'm not going to say... Uh, for the 257,000th time, will City lose? No, City's going to lose a game. So I'm, um, but fuck, do they look good? Oh yeah, 
They and, look uh, really Bernardo good. Silva getting off the mark as you well. Know, and I'm really and the, glad uh, with the fourth goal. You know, moving into the next game, game, I'm really, really, really glad that Russ is here because, uh, hey, Sammy. Yeah. Liverpool won. Oh, that they did. It's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. And do we know very little? Okay. So, um, good news, Sam. Yeah. We aren't going to fuck up our picks next week. Because there are no picks. Details we need not be concerned with. <laughs> um, so, already, you fucked up your repicking of 500 different times. It was once. I fucked up my pick because, oh, we didn't even talk about it, the Tram Shamrockery that was uh, Villa and Palace. We completely jumped over that game, uh, by the way. Let me check my notes. Yeah, we did. I'm just telling you, we did. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a line yeah. throat. There wasn't a lot. I mean, yeah, we should probably go over it. There was... That ending was... Uh, well, I mean, I'm just going to wrap it up. Refs fucking suck. Yeah, so does VAR. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Mel's not here. Fuck it. We're not talking about Villa. Let's keep the train fucking rolling. <laughs> um, so, um, Sam, we both lost, so we need to Brad, feed the cup of losers. Brad's going to be pissed. Oh, uh, well, you know. Yeah. Brad, we gave you a good run last week, so you know, <laughs> settle down. You you got enough, son. Yeah. So here we go. The Sports Direct oversized mug. I am going to feed the cup of losers. Sam, would you care to feed the cup of losers as well? And here is me feeding the cup of losers the Dort Spirect cup. A cup full of loss and disappointment, <laughs> much like Mike Ashley. So we're going to put that back down right there. Look at that. I barely that dinged gentle. it even. That was, that was very good. gentle, yeah, wasn't it? So, But the good news, Sam, is... Like um, as good as Jordan Ayew's goal in Crystal Palace Villa. <laughs> there you go. Well done. <laughs> you snuck it in. So, um, <laughs> Josh, you suck. You got your pick wrong. Dom, you suck. You got your pick wrong. Pat, your run's over, and you suck for getting your pick wrong, you fucking degenerate. Oh, and by the way, um, he wanted everybody to know that he caught the tie, but he didn't get the uh, over-under because he parlayed, and that's why you don't make risky bets in gambling. Yep. Fuck off, degenerate. You still lost. <laughs> but Sam, you know who didn't lose? The fucking chicken! Kitty is 3-1. and one. Kitty won. We all lost. We lost to a fucking chicken. All, all of us. Seriously. I haven't hit a bet yet. We have all lost to a chicken. You know, that, what, I gotta, you know what I have to say about that? Go ahead. White Claw. <laughs> Very good. White Claw fixes everything, doesn't it? <laughs> or makes it worse. So we're not going to uh, do a pick this week because there's the international break, and frankly, the odds aren't out yet. So we're going to wait till next week's show to do... All of that, but remember, next week we are going to be looking for new betters because, um, Pat, you're on break time because you lost one. So Get we're not corner. we're not picking your game next week. We'll right. probably pick your game the very following week after that because you write great emails and Get we some, and we like you and you're a degenerate. Get so. some overtime because you got to pay old Vincenzo <clears throat> off. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, you, I mean, frankly, you still owe him some money. So we'll let that be. I haven't seen him. Well, maybe you should what make it. Pat, if you have Venmo, get in touch. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the next time you see him, there'll be a bat to the knees. I mean, I'm just saying, you owe him a whole a for ten whole bucks, hard ten dollar bill, man. I'd take a shit on that bat. 
<laughs> so, but if you want to, please reach out to us at uh, dufootballshow at gmail.com. Come up with a uh, bet for the week and uh, be entertained. Have a little fun yep. with it. And again, yeah. we use us.888sports.com to find our money lines. Uh, just make sure you look in sports and then Premier League. And then you pick something fun. Do a prop bet. Do yeah. a uh, first goal score, last goal score, any time to score. They also, if you select a game, they have a bet builder. So you could do, for instance, Arsenal to win, Arsenal to have over nine corners, and Lacazette to score at any time. And it'll give you a line based on those criteria. It'll combine all of those bets and give you a new money line for all three of those things to happen. Yeah, because if we do that, we'll definitely our bets will get better because making it more complicated, it'll fucking work for us. Yeah, for me it might. I'm not good at the easy shit. <laughs> I, I do think I'm going to probably just start picking somebody to score because clearly me just picking games, not so good. <laughs> well, we saw that last season after I beat you. <clears throat> really? Going to bring that up again? Yep. Well, just remember, you had to do four shots in a show as well. Now I've had to do it. <laughs> double the amount of times you have. (laughs) Um, As always, please uh, gamble responsibly and legally. I wasn't there. Yes, I was there. No, I wasn't there. No, you weren't there. I wasn't there. You were you I can't remember. My schedule's been so fucked up. (laughs) I was not there, but I heard we uh, smashed them. We kicked the (laughs) shit out of them. Completely. Played them off the park, fourteen to eight. I saw. We didn't want to play defense either. Fourteen to eight. Well, it was because um, all five of their players were in our defensive half of the field the entire time, so naturally goals were going to happen. But also in our league, as we like to call it, the bitch rule. When you are up by more than five goals, the other team can add an extra player. So we were up 13 to five. We ended up winning 14 to eight, but their three goals all came while they had one more player on the field than us. Now, now, while it was great to score 14 goals and it was uh, very happy about that, let's also face it it's the team we beat just the week before we played them again. Um, the one that it was the much tighter match that, that you were at. Yes. But. That we also won. They two in a row, baby. They they didn't have a goalkeeper. Like no. Sam, I was thinking about taking off my sandals and just going and standing in the net, and would have done a better job than that guy did. Yeah, I mean seriously, we fourteen goals on probably twenty four shots on target. Damn. Well, like, that sounds like a problem through the team. Also, we I mean I we was just shots. dude. It was just. Shots like right at the keeper's hands, and they go in. Sometimes it hit them and bounce away. It was, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take the win, and we're safe. We are secure. There is no uh, no demotion for us, so yep. we'll stay up in the first flight, which That's is nice. The great escape. Yep, we, we did. Were 0-2 two and two. <clears throat> we pulled off the, the first great four escape. Games, yeah. Yep. So we, we were it. able to manage to get ourselves actually oh three and two at one point. So we were oh, yeah, able to get right. ourselves the out first of it. Five. We were oh three and um, two. So uh, fifty four goals against so far. That's horrendous. that's a lot for us. That's a yeah. lot for us. We're typically like down in the the twenties. How we had a season where we only gave up nine. That was D two though. 
long time ago. But yeah, it was also three shutouts, and you had uh, yours truly in the net. So <laughs> something to be said for that. All right, remember that uh, long cylindrical can you wanted me to wank earlier? Why don't you take a stab at it? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm talking about my greatness in the net from back in the day, I mean, let's face it, I'm like Al Bundy who scored, uh, you know, four <laughs> touchdowns for Polk High. It's just, you know, you're gonna remember those moments. And you normally hang around with your hand in your pants, just like Al Bundy too. <laughs> Very true. So uh, that about wraps it up. Sammy, you got any parting words for us? Um, just to, uh, enjoy the the quick break uh, from the Premier League action. We'll be back in 10 days, right? No, a week. We'll be back. No, we'll be back in a oh, week. Yeah. I told the Premier League will be back in yeah, 10, 10 days. days. It'll be yep. the, the 14th, that weekend. Um, they, they come back. So we will have a pick for you next week. Make sure you get your picks in. And... Um, just uh, booze and gamble responsibly. Just you know, take care of each other. Love each other. Stop saying racist shit on Twitter. Uh, that's it. Very well Russ. said, sir. Thanks, bro. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well done. It's. Oh, I'm actually going to let you talk a little. Go ahead. How you doing, Russ? I'm doing great. I'm happy. My team's sitting, um, let's see, seven points up on both, or five points up on both your teams. So I'm, I'm at a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. So Daddy looked up. Yeah, how um, couldn't get the fucking guy's name. Daddy looks up. <laughs> how'd last year go for you? <laughs> Six-time champs of Europe, and didn't even win your own country. Where'd you lose that, by the way? When you lost that, so when you lost storm, the league, I can't remember that day. <laughs> it was very windy. Oh, it was going that was through the your other ears. Thing we yeah. forgot to fucking talk about that oh, Trent yeah. Alexander Arnold goal that got ruled a uh, Chris Wood goal, an own goal. I, nice. It was a windy day in uh, Burnley there. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that flew in the back of the Well, deck. that's because we weren't going to talk about uh, Liverpool. That's, oh, that's, that's right. Why. We didn't talk about it. Uh, yeah. I, I had that joke written. I forgot. Yep. Right, and uh, White, Russ, Claw. The, White Claw's getting in my head. And uh, the mute button is now your friend again. So go ahead and press that bitch. So. <laughs> press um. that bitch. <laughs> Hashtag Ruby Red Grapefruit. Heard. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, boys and girls. Uh, even though we have the international break ahead of us, uh, we're going to keep plugging away with uh, new content. Um, next week, we're going to have our buddy uh, JB has confirmed. And uh, hey. JB's uh, interesting because JB has zero affiliation. He's kind of like how our uh, our degenerate gambling friend Pat is, and only uh, you know Pat's all about the games and the betting. Well, JB is a diehard fantasy guy, so we're going to uh, on top of the DU league right now. I think. Yep, uh, second, 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 but not by far off. Yeah. yeah. So um, next week, if you've got questions about uh, fantasy soccer or you don't even know a lot about it, because frankly, myself. I don't know a ton about fantasy soccer, so I think it'll be, well, fantasy we, football. We but, could tell by uh, your place in the league, too. Um, yeah, you just noticed I'm in seventh place because I got 96 points this week, so my <laughs> balls, okay? My balls. Don't even hit that fucking button, you jack off. You are not allowed to touch the button. God, it doesn't even mean my wife or us. I just can't. Seventh uh. place, isn't that the Everton spot? Hey! Yeah. <laughs> 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 righty, till next week, everybody. Good night. Hi everyone, producer Mel here. So I go away for one show and my husband thinks he's a program director. Have another bubbly beverage, you lush. Not going to talk about my villains? Shame on both of you. My match was a tram shamocracy. That's right, I took your word. Apparently... 
Kevin Friend had to act like Sam Graham and make it all about himself. Handed out four, four, four yellow cards to my boys. Trezeguet hit Zaha just as hard as Cahill hit Jack Grealish. Where the fuck was Willie Flepsalot card then? Sorry you need to be up a man to finally score a goal, Palace. And fucking VAR. Isn't this what VAR is supposed to protect against? But no, it might have hurt Kevin's feelings. So you know what, Kevin, friend, no friend of mine, this shot's for you. Fuck you, friend. Up the villainer. Hashtag villainista out, bitches. Ain't no laws with a drink of claws. Suck my dick.